All around the clock, sports all the time. That's the concept of the news. Oh, that's never going to work. Roy Philpott on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Hey, good afternoon on this Thursday, May 18, 2017. Safe and sound here inside the Blue Ridge Security Solutions Studios. Back at 105.5 The Roar. And happy to be back in action with you. Hanging out with Ben Milstead, Roy Philpott. The phone number is always 654-7627. 654-ROAR if you want to talk with us. And we start today's show with this. First off, very embarrassing night last night for yours truly. I I mean, a a humbling evening. Just total shock and dismay with what transpired in game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. And if you follow me on Twitter, at Roy Philpott, at Ben Milstead, at 105.5 The Roar, we encourage you to follow all three Twitter sites. Uh, do that right now if you haven't been doing it. If you haven't been doing it, you're partying like it's 2008, and you really shouldn't be doing that in this day and age. But on Twitter last night, I, I made just a, really just a, an error in judgment by posting my internal thoughts on the Boston-Cleveland matchup, game one up there, TD Garden, and, and just almost on a whim. I, I'm just... Game's getting ready to start. I'm feeling good, especially after what we told you was going to go down in Game 7 between uh, the Celtics and the Wizards earlier in the week. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling confident. You know what? Boston's probably going to find a way to steal this Game 1. I mean, even though the Cavaliers are like 32-4 and four in their last 36 games against Eastern Conference foes in a playoff setting, they've been basically unbeatable the last two to three years in the Eastern Conference playoffs and, and almost in the finals, honestly. Even though they sported that kind of record, I, I went with it on Twitter. Celtics win tonight outright. Book it. And uh, immediately, as soon as the game tipped off, it was inherently obvious that was not going to happen. I don't think Boston led for a single second last night. Cleveland jumped out early 2-0, and, and there was no looking back. And what we are all witnessing right now with LeBron James in these playoffs is something I think that we still are kind of taking for granted. And I say that as the non-loving LeBron individual that I am. Let me talk about that today and kind of where that stands all time in the history of the NBA playoffs. And we turn now to trusted colleague Ben Milstead, who is executing the LeBron shakedown behind the glass as I spoke there for the last 60 seconds, you do it quite well. Just the kind of, you're lowering the floor, you're beating the chest, and everybody is back on the LeBron James bandwagon. And rightfully so, man, this guy right now is playing out of his freaking mind. I, I admit that. I don't like it. It's like nine straight games of 30-plus points. Cleveland's been unbeatable so far in these playoffs, and we thought they were going to enter the postseason in kind of a ho-hum fashion. And that really hasn't been the case. And, and listen, LeBron gives this team a chance Provided this keeps up, even against the mighty, mighty Golden State Warriors in the upcoming NBA Finals. I mean, this guy continues to play like this. I don't know what we're getting ready to see coming up in mid-June. It should be fun, though. First things first. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Good to see you, man. It's good to be back on the air with you. Let the record show I was on time. I was actually early for the show today. So, minor miracle in itself. <laughs> I, I applaud that effort. I yeah. applaud it. That's fantastic. You I, know uh, how I feel about that. I, I do. And so... About 10.30 today, I started preparing myself to make sure I'm where I need to be at high noon, no matter what. No matter what. That, so. that warms my soul. Yes. That's, that's a good feeling to hear that. Um, it's like comfort food or something. Yeah. I, I'm not ready to get into Cleveland, Golden State 
Um, oh, oh, God. Here just, comes, here comes Dabo on the show today. One game at a time, right? Just trying to get better every single day. Well, I, I would just say, you know, Roy, I tried to tell you that oh, God. <laughs> we warned. We warned that this is a rust-proof team. I mean, I didn't think that entering the playoffs that they would be this efficient and go for the kill as effectively as they have. Uh-huh. And I mean, they haven't lost a game. But like a lot of these contests, they roar right out of the gate. It's 11-4 to 4 in the blink of an eye. And then LeBron starts busting people in the chops for four quarters. He, he's knocking down triples. He gets double-teamed to the paint. He finds a wide-open J.R. Smith with his jersey on. Odd. Right? But, I mean, he, he's doing those kinds of things. And it's been, again, as a non-LeBron lover, it's been fun to watch because he is in that zone. Like, he's in the zone connecting on deep shots. He's in the zone when it comes to passing lanes. Ugh. He's in the zone as far as feeling which of his teammates are also in the zone. Like, he draws the double team, and he's not going to pass it to Scrubby McScrubberson, Channing Fry. He's going to send it to Kevin Love, who last night was automatic, or to whomever else is on fire at the time, right? And so there's something to be said about that as well. I think there is a trust factor that has finally developed between LeBron and Kevin Love. It It's felt up until this season that there's always been a tad bit of tension between the two of them. Who's going to get the touches? Uh, who's going to get, you know, when the game's on the line, where does the ball go, et cetera. I, it feels like both of those guys realize how much better they are if they play together. And last night, you know, Le- well, first, as you said, Kevin Love was on fire. He he knocked down that boy good. everything he, that he hit. Good. But part of the reason he knocked him down is because, as you said, LeBron did such a great job of floor spacing, drawing the double team, and then making such difficult at times assists that it was I, – I was more entertained by the assists on the floor, as strange as that sa- sounds, as some of, the, as some of the baskets last night just because it was – they were in such harmony. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's a lot of good from that. When you take 10 days off and then you come out – and you just will your, uh, you know, you just will it yourself to victory. And just right off the bat, I mean, it was never in doubt. It's more than that, though. And, and I, I think you hit on a key point there. And translate what happened last night into your own line of work and imagine yourself off for a vacation, a brief respite, whether it's five days or 10 or two. You leave work, you go to the beach, you do whatever. And then you go back to work. That first day back, right, uh, you're kind of reacclimating yourself to what it takes to kind of get going again. And for most people, for most normal people, it takes you like a solid 24 hours to kind of get back into that routine. You return to work the next day, the second day back, the Tuesday, and you remember, okay, this is what we got to do. And you kind of re-energize again. But it takes some time. I don't care what line of work you're in. It's very difficult that first day back to just hop into the routine. You're fully engaged mentally, physically, whatever, and just be as efficient and as productive as what you were, let's say, before the vacation or the respite, whatever. That's what the Cavaliers did last night. They right. took 10 days off. They stayed, I think, mentally active, physically active. The great tactician apparently continuing to press all the right buttons. I'll tip my cap to him for the first time ever in Tyron Lue. He's doing a nice job. They come back in game one, and again, they, they didn't trail last night. 
it was all systems go at the start of the contest, no looking back. And that is not an easy thing to do. And they're doing that, the spotlight crashing down with the world praising LeBron and these Cavaliers in these playoffs for having not lost a game. And they come out showing no signs of rust at all. I mean, we translate that to college football here. And there's an open day. You come back, you're playing Troy the next weekend. Okay, what's this thing going to look like? And inevitably, in most years, sometimes there's a little bit of rust and it takes a quarter or two to kind of get reacclimated to the game day atmosphere. Uh, there was none of that last night. That To me, that was one of the most impressive components to how that beatdown unfolded and to how dreadfully wrong I was on Twitter posting that Boston would find a way to steal game one because they, they didn't even come close to it. At no point in time did they come close to winning that game. It's a whole lot of good from the Cleveland standpoint last night, but now let's hit some of the bad from that game. What are you talking about? Last night. What are you talking about? Defensively, and in, in, in Boston in particular, but defensively, those were two really bad teams for big parts of the sh- – Big well, stretches last night defensively. Boston had some open looks. They, they, it, it, had some of those gone down early, you feel like it could have been a different game. Right. Um, it was as if neither team had ever seen a screen and roll. <laughs> and the next ba- the next shot at the basket that is contested will be the first. I, I mean, it was my 15-year-old son and I were watching it last night, and we, we kind of both realized at the same time, like, there's, we've gone about 10 minutes of real time here and every basket has been made, uh, every shot's been made right at the basket, basically uncontested. And if you do that in the, I mean, you can get away with that in, in with against Boston, but for Cleveland, if they do that in the championship, I, I mean... They're, they're going to be lucky to win two games. Well, you're going to give up 150 points yeah, exactly. <laughs> in one of those games. <laughs> I mean, so Defensively, last night, it was not a pretty thing. I felt like Boston was a bad – I don't think Boston matches up well defensively with Cleveland at all. And please keep putting Kelly Olenek on, on LeBron James. Uh, Olenek maybe had his two seconds of fame, his, his moment in the sun in game seven. I, I, I'm with you on that. But the other thing I saw from last night, and, and then we're going to talk some college football, Braves have won three in a row. Second place now in the NL East. Break another up the Braves. Day. Another story for another day. i just throwing it out hey, there. They've, all, they've won four out of five. That's right. They've fact, won so. The last three doubled up Toronto last night, I think. I mean, it was eight to six. Second place in the NL East. Unfortunately, trailing Washington by eight. You know, I was flipping back and forth. That was on Fox Sports South. I almost text, tweeted you. And I was like, you know, that's you know just, what? You're kind of a troll. That's just oh, you're a big time troll big on time Twitter these troll days. You, that, that's all you really do is troll people. Well, no, just you. Aren't you better than that? No, you're upper management. You should be better than that. I am not. You better should be than setting that. the example here. I am not better than that, but I will troll you. I will continue to do not. Pass you know, you, you and Zach like to do that. Zach, Zach just sent me a text message last night. It was like ten o'clock, and all it was was a screen a screen grab uh, when it was eighty two fifty eight Cavs over the Celtics. I was like, Thanks, buddy. I yeah. appreciate. You know what else he does? He'll go back and he'll like the tweets that I have that end up being incorrect. I did that this morning. But, but no, but like he'll do it from two months ago. He'll find uh-huh. a tweet that I posted like last December, <laughs> and, and it was wrong, <laughs> and and he'll like it like some kind of jack. You know what? I'm like, really, dude? Really? That, that's a card you're gonna play, big boy? Okay. Uh, Why don't you go back to New Jersey with a little hockey franchise up there? And I'm shut liking your mouth. Zach more and more. Um, the other thing from last night is this: I am curious to find out. 
if your boy Kyrie Irving maybe got into the grill of IT4 uh, in a manner in which he should not have. Now, if you saw it, there's like a little video going around the interweb this morning and on Twitter, of course, where everything is in the sports world. There's a brief video going around and it shows Kyrie Irving after getting teed up pointing to the scoreboard. And he's looking at Isaiah Thomas. I guess the crowd's giving him the business in Boston, as you would expect. And he's looking at Isaiah Thomas, and he's saying, scoreboard. Score. Uh-huh. So we give him the business there. And, uh-huh. and Isaiah Thomas looks at him, and, and there's no shucking and jiving. There's no hint of a smile. It's an all-business kind of stare. And he simply says two or three times in a row, don't do that. Don't do that. And, and, and the body language as he's looking at Kyrie – and as he walks away and kind of walks past him was something I saw, if I'm a Celtics fan, that is fairly encouraging for game two because Irving was in his grill, scoreboard, scoreboard, and Isaiah Thomas like, don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. All right, so I, Cleveland just may be playing at such a high level it doesn't matter. I talked to a former college coach this morning, actually on the way into the studio, and he saw my post on Twitter last night. He goes, why didn't you call me? Why didn't you ask me about this? He <laughs> said the two rosters are just light years apart. It's not going to happen. I was like, touche. I was wrong. You were right. It may not matter. Maybe Boston's only talented enough to win one game against this crew. They do get the number one pick in the draft, which is going to be very interesting in the coming years. Oh, and a ton of cap room, too. ton of cap space. Boston is – Boston's – not going anywhere. Right. Plus Brad Stevens and Isaiah Thomas, they have an interesting dilemma right now. If they want to go Markel Fultz because he would be the point, what happens to Isaiah Thomas? I, I don't know how that relationship would work. Or, or do they go somewhere else? I don't think that they will. Uh, we'll save that story for another day. But the two rosters with such a drastic difference in talent, even Irving pointing towards the scoreboard and taunting the Celtics and, and the fans, that still may not mean anything in making up the motivational difference now that could be in play after that game one beatdown, just because the two rosters are so different. Or, or maybe uh-huh. it does. I, I don't know. But it, it gives us a little something to work with to see what happens in game two because it, it, if that's able to motivate the Celtics, who missed a bunch of open looks last night, and maybe some of those start to go down early in game two, certainly that game's going to be much more competitive. Is that enough to beat Cleveland, who remains undefeated in these playoffs? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but that that's something I want to see to see maybe if Isaiah Thomas drops a double nickel like he almost did earlier in the playoffs this year. I did notice that last night too, and and it was obvious who was going to win the game. But towards the end of the third quarter, Cleveland, uh, Boston rather goes on a little run, and I was in. They're down eleven to three run, not bad. They're they're down twenty like twenty two points at the time, and I'm thinking, and they came out and played really really hard. I, I mean, they played as if they actually thought they had a chance. Uh, and and that they they outplayed they out hustled Cleveland there for uh, uh you know about a quarter of the game and I thought okay that's a good sign for that franchise right. especially for game two that they didn't fold and maybe they have a a shred of momentum heading into the next game um final thing on Isaiah Thomas at one point there at the end they, and they you could tell they were really frustrated. I believe he was yapping with Tristan Thompson, who is two feet taller than him, a foot and a half taller than uh, than Thomas. My wife says, 
oh, look, that's cute. <laughs> and she, then she goes, wait a minute, I can't say cute about an NBA player, right? Because he came up to, like, below you know mid chest on him it was like you know it was like your your daughter yapping at you right you know well she's kind of tall now but you you get the point it I was did. like a kid talking to an adult um yeah that's that's a problem when you get in the eastern conference finals and your point guard looks like a child i'm with you six five four seven six two seven the phone number let's talk some college football coming up next if you want to talk with us, give us a buzz. Also on Twitter and the text line, open for business, 986-1566. A lot more headed your way on a very busy Thursday after this. In life, finding quality in anything can sometimes be difficult. Custom Collision would like for you to know that there are still a few places out there where quality matters. You can rest assured that at Custom Collision, not only will you be impressed with the quality of the finished product, but you will experience the quality of service that is unmatched. From taking care of your rental to handling the insurance, Custom Collision is there for you. Custom Collision, when quality counts. 231-6900 or online at customcollisioninc.com. This message is for mature audiences only because only a mature audience could appreciate the taste and variety you'll find at Ramcat Social House in Seneca on Ramcat Alley. From delicious steaks to seafood, farm fresh salads to homemade desserts, a quiet dinner or a night on the town, Ramcat Social House is no longer a best kept secret. Tim Moore invites you to Ramcat Social House for a truly remarkable dinner experience. Ramcat Social House, downtown Seneca on Ramcat Alley. The sun is out, beach bags are packed, the kids are actually ready, and you forgot to replace the batteries to the golf cart. Don't let small things like this put a hitch in your seasonal plans. CNR Golf Carts is here for you with interstate batteries as low as $495 and battery chargers as low as $295. You can rest easy this season. Mention Mickey or Walt, and CNR will give you $25 off your purchase. Visit 4028 Calhoun Memorial Highway in Easley for interstate batteries. Rely on EnviroMulch. They supply quality landscape supplies for any outdoor project. Their spring special. Get double ground hardwood mulch for a dollar off per yard. Ordered online with promo code WCCP. No other discounts apply. From your friends at EnviroMulch. Go Tigers! Paul Simon. Live in concert. Just without the Making new plans. June 4th at Heritage Park Amphitheater. Paul Simon. The powerful, unforgettable melodies. The captivating, unique rhythms. Paul Simon is coming live. A night of unforgettable music from Paul Simon's unforgettable career. June 4th at Heritage Park Amphitheater. Get your tickets at AXS.com or charge by phone at 888-929-7849. Get the latest at PaulSimon.com and don't miss Paul Simon Live. Produced by AEG Presents. Get your tickets today. There are paint projects, and then there are paint projects. Start yours at the Home Depot with Memorial Day paint savings of $10 off one-gallon cans and $40 off five-gallon buckets. That's not just more for the money. That's more for the living room and dining room, or maybe an extra bedroom or two. Unbelievable quality. Unbeatable prices. With Memorial Day paint savings of $10 to $40 off, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Val through May 29th. 
Listen at home. Listen all day at work. Listen on the computer. It's all digital and stuff. Live and local. The future of entertainment. Live and local all day. 105.5 The Roar. All right, second hour coming up in about 34 minutes. Our first hour brought to you by our good friends at Loco Mart. 480 Old Greenville Highway. It's Marathon Fueling the American Spirit. You've heard us talk about them now for the last couple of years. Yeah, the best prices on gasoline here in the upstate. That's what it's all about. They also offer the convenience of craft beer inside their convenience store. They've been under new management, always student-friendly. They're open until midnight. What's not to love about our good friends at Loco Mart. They're located convenient to campus, 480 Old Greenville Highway. That's across the street from Bojangles. Go by and see them. You'll likely see some of the local celebrities. I don't know, maybe somebody, somebody filling up the gas tank over there. And uh, we encourage you to do that. The best in the business, the best prices on gasoline. It's Marathon Fueling the American Spirit, our good friends over there. At Loco March. 6547627. The phone number. We'll talk some college football today. I'll maybe mix in some college baseball as well. Tigers at NC State this weekend. Coming off the comeback win against Coastal Carolina off the Grand Slam by Seth Beer on Tuesday. A critical series uh, for postseason positioning. And you know, also just to make sure you dot all the I's and cross all the T's for your uh, resume to be able to host in the postseason, which, I don't know, it's not necessarily in jeopardy yet. Lose the series in Riley, and maybe it is. Maybe. So we'll find out about that and want to talk about that, too. I, I hated that we weren't on yesterday to talk about that, but do, were you able to watch the game Tuesday night? Did you I, see I listened okay. to the majority of the game uh, here at 105.5, yes. It's been a while since I had a jump-off-your-couch moment, but yet I had one. <laughs> watching the end of that game because and, and I will just say this I don't care how big a slump Seth Beer had been in I don't care how good Reed Roman has been you don't do you don't intentionally walk which to me is a sign of disrespect to the next guy although I get why you do it I mean I do I understand the rationale just does not make sense to me you you don't poke a bear just because he hadn't bitten anybody in a year, <laughs> you know. You 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 don't poke a bear because you know what he's capable of doing, and, and that's the way I looked at that. And I had zero doubt, zero doubt what was going to happen in that at bat. And I feel like the pitcher for uh, for Coastal had <laughs> had the exact same feeling when he is told to intentionally walk Roman and then left in the game. And I, you know, I hate that they blew an, another lead. Seven to one early. But in the grand scheme of things, that might have been the best thing that could have happened. To this I, time will tell. Well, we'll see how they play at NC State. But to, to kind of have that wake-up call, that shot of adrenaline for an entire team like they like they had Tuesday night, can't be a bad thing with the way they've been playing down the stretch here. Time will tell if that resonates from that particular contest this weekend. They should win the series, but you say that, and NC State is honestly one of the hotter teams in the ACC right now. Yeah, I briefly read the game notes late last night, early this morning, and I, I want to say it was 11 out of 12 they won, and they're very talented. It's a roster at the start of the year that we thought was going to be of top 10 caliber. 
It really hasn't worked out that way. You got a lot of veterans that maybe haven't lived up to their potential with that team, but they're always going to be a, a difficult out, and especially on the road when they've got a ton to play for. My hunch is you're going to see the best effort and the best execution from both teams this weekend. And that that's what kind of scares me because you, you got to go up there and play. But hopefully that shot off the bat of Seth Beer kind of gets you back to where you need to go. And the one thing I'll say is this, too. Uh, clearly, in my opinion, the two best teams in baseball this year, Oregon State and Louisville, I, I think they're on a crash course. They're on a collision course to meet up in Omaha for the whole enchilada. The caveat to that is have maybe those two teams peaked a little too soon, too early. And can you be one of those teams where you've had your moments this year, but you haven't peaked too soon, and you kind of find your groove towards the postseason? You know, they kind of did that last year before running into the buzzsaw that was Oklahoma State. Well, Oklahoma State was good enough not only to beat Clemson at, at home, but do the same thing in the Gamecocks' backyard as well in the Super Regionals the next, the next weekend. So for Clemson, the one thing you want to see this weekend is this. Defensively, you want to play clean. You want to be crisp. And, and, and then on the mound, you'd like mm-hmm. to see guys finding their spots, lower scoring contests. You know, they, you're not getting a lot of guys on base, some quick innings, just to kind of get this, this team and this program back to where it, it potentially can be. That being said, none of that's going to be easy this weekend against NC State. So we'll find out. There's no doubt who's playing better right now. Right. And, and NC State is playing better. Right. But the more talented team will be the visitors, will be in the visiting dugout Look this weekend. Look at you, I like that. And, I like that confidence. And and that's why I say time will tell to see if Tuesday night was the wake-up call that they needed. If it was, they're going to they're gonna take two out of three or sweep at NC State. Two out of three, you know, I'm not going to be greedy. That that works for me. Oh, I, I don't see you going up there and sweeping that bunch. But right if you now. keep playing like you, you know, like you have the last couple of weeks, um, you may not win that series. Um, and and I think you need to win that series. Win the series, and I'm not coming on the air Monday talking about. Well, they got to win a game or two up at Louisville, the ACC tournament, Louisville Slugger Park. To make sure they're going to be able to host. I I hate doing those segments. Well, this is what it's going to take. Well, they got to win this. They can't lose this game. And if they do, well, then they're kind of on this bubble of not hosting. No, I, don't, I don't want to do that. Because all year long, it's felt like they were absolute stone-cold locks to host. It's a question of whether or not they're going to be a national seat. For like three or four weeks, the question is, you know, how high of a national seat can it be? Can it be like a three or a two? And now that doesn't feel like it's in play at all. You're just trying to make sure that, that you can host. And again, the bad part about the ACC tournament this year for any team outside of Louisville, is that you got to go up there and playing at that ballpark, which is their minor league affiliate, uh, you know, they, in front of what's probably going to be a, a Louisville dominant home crowd, it'll be very difficult to beat that bunch. I, I was telling Ben this during the break. I've got the call of Louisville, Florida State this weekend uh, up at Louisville, and it's the regular season finale, and I had a chance to talk with Dan McDonald. Um, for about 45 minutes this morning on the drive-in, actually, to the studio. Head coach of Louisville. Head coach for the Cardinals, yes. He's been there 10 years, just signed a 10-year deal, an extension. Uh, They've won 78% of their home games up there. I'm filled with more Louisville baseball knowledge than I'd care to admit (laughs) right now. But talking to him, they have been preparing all season long for for, for what's getting ready to happen for this postseason. So much veteran leadership led by... um, 
Brandon McKay and, and what he brings to the table. They, it's just going to be a tough team to beat up there. It's just going to be a tough team. And I, like I said, I think it's them and Oregon State on a collision course in Omaha at some point in time. But you just want to go up there if you're Clemson. You want to win a couple of games. First in Riley, then up there at Louisville, and, and then let the chips fall where they may. You, you, you cement your status uh, to be able to host, and, and that's what it's all about. You know what? Where the team is now compared to where it was two years ago, if you were able to win a regional here, that, that's advancement compared to what we saw last year when you didn't make it to the Super Regional round. So, you know, get to the Super Regional, and then we'll, we'll figure it out there. But a lot of baseball left to be played, and hopefully they can close strong. You hope that they can, and that beer can close strong. I think that's important too. Uh, for those asking on the text line and whatnot, that is the uh, the stadium in Louisville is Louisville Slugger right. Field, as you would imagine. Yep, uh, thirteen thousand seats, a, a little over thirteen thousand seats, so a really big ballpark. It's right on the Ohio River, and it's it's a block away from the waterfront. There. Hey, have you been there? You've seen this place. We stayed uh, the Clemson team stayed right next door to that stadium when see i guess that was two years ago up there playing uh playing football it is a it's a beautiful ballpark and uh actually yeah yeah it was football stadium i can't remember i get my footballs and basketballs mixed up but anyway right there and it is it is really really nice right on the water a lot of things to do a lot of restaurants and all around there it um so it'll it'll there will that would be a good destination for those that are going to make the trip up to uh, to Louisville to watch that. A little more but, difficult to go up there than it is to go along Tobacco Road if they make a run, right? I mean that that's the one bad component about it. It's, you got an eight or nine hour drive just to get to Louisville from Upstate South Carolina. Be a great problem to have if they can win. Is it there. that far long a drive? I, mean, I, I think it's a pretty good haul. I think it's a pretty good haul. I didn't think it was that. Far. I'll, I will look that up as well, but I don't. I don't think it's eight or nine hours to get to Louisville from here. Yeah. I mean, to Lexington, I think it's like six or seven. And then from, from Lexington to Louisville, I thought it was like another hour. Well, we're just going to put you, that in the old you, map. I tell you what, right you now. do your triple checking back there with our 74-member crack research I, I mean, I fly, Roy. <clears throat> I mean, you know, I don't, I don't drive. You're hauling in the excursion. <laughs> I don't drive. I mean, I fly. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for, for those of you that have to drive. I'm, I'm joking, people. I'm joking. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, the atmosphere at Jim Patterson Stadium, I think, is pretty good a- as well. And, uh, you know, probably eight, eight and a half hours, I'm thinking off the top of my head. Text lines tell me eight and a half hour drive from the 864. I, I had no idea it was that far. Tammy and Seneca, yeah. I think it's a good little haul. Because, you, you know, if you're going to get here, if you're going to go there from here, really you got to go through Asheville, then to Knoxville. So you're driving to the windy Interstate 40. And as, you know, the as the crow flies just to go from here to Knoxville, it'll probably only take... You know, not that long at all, but you go through the mountains in Asheville. So that's almost three hours. Then you go dead north towards Lexington, and then you cut across over to Louisville. What do you got? I have on MapQuest from Clemson University to Louisville, seven hours, seven minutes. You shut your mouth right now. That, How are you making that trek? How? That I, I'm just, I, where, where are you going? I'm, what I'm are you not, doing? I've not driven it. Route one, is, uh, route one is seven hours. Route two is seven twenty. All right, route one. Where does that take you through? Do you do, do you go up twenty five and then you hit Asheville? What are That's, you doing? That's uh, via I six forty west to I seventy five north, which is, is no. Taking, but how are you leaving Clemson? That's what I want to. Yeah, know. I, I don't. It's hard to tell. Okay. I don't know. 
I, I put it in ways on my phone. I if you can get to Louisville, Kentucky in seven hours from Clemson on the road, you are doing some miraculous things. I'll accept that challenge. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can drive us all up there for the ACC tournament next week. Yeah. That um, would be incredible. That's a, yeah, that's, it's what you do after you kind of get into Tennessee is as you cross over Knoxville and all that area right there, that's where the, the, the different routes kind of, kind of take different shapes. Do you go through, do through Lexington or you stay, uh, kind of, kind of West of it? I don't know still, but I, I still, I'm surprised by all that. I didn't think it was that far. Well, maybe doable then. So allow eight hours. Allow eight hours, says upper management. Uh, also on the text line, Tammy and Seneca, it's actually faster on the back of Bob Petrino's bike. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> but, but you do want to arrive safely, and I don't know how much I trust him on a motorcycle. Last, his last outing didn't end very well. I will say Louisville's baseball coach operates – in a little bit of a different way from the basketball and football programs. Dan McDonald actually went to the Citadel, coached there for a couple of years, has a military background, and perhaps is a little bit more dialed in on a lot of things concerning his program than what Petrino or Patino are that run Louisville football and basketball. And and McDonald, I think, uh, quietly has built an absolute beast of a powerhouse there. If you just ask me, like we told you uh, after the end of the series this past weekend against Clemson, if you've seen these guys up close and personal, I, I, I think they're the best team in the country this year. I think they're the best team in the country. They look different. They play different. Bullpen is extremely deep. You've got a closer. You've got a Friday night ace. You've got power. You've got speed. Uh, you're, you, you, nice blend of youth and experience. I, you know, Not to turn it into the Louisville pregame show here at the end of this segment, but I think that's who you're going to see in Omaha in the dog pile by the time it's all said and done. If it's not them, it's Oregon State. Yeah, when you talk about they look different, they they really do, not just the way they play. They're big guys. Well, and, and that's his approach. They take a football – this is exactly what he told me this morning. They take a footballish approach to their baseball program when it comes to the weight room. And it shows. It really does show. Yeah, it does. I mean, that's exactly what Dan told me verbatim. Like, like – 45 minutes ago, right before we came on here. Anyway, 654-ROAR, talking college football coming up. You want to talk with us, give us a buzz. Back with much more after this. Spring has sprung, and it's time to get away on a set of Yokohama radial tires from Steve's Tire and Service in Easley. Let Steve's Tire save you some money along the way. Purchase any set of Yokohama Ascend, Invigor, or any set of Geolander HT or AT, and you're going to receive a $60 mail-in rebate April 15th through May 31st. So why not ride to that spring getaway on a set of Yokohamas? Give Steve's Tire and Service a call at 859-1361 and let the savings begin. McNeely's Store and Rental is your Clemson Grand Rental Station. We are right here for you locally in Clemson on Tiger Boulevard. Don't let your summer list get you down. We have it all from renting scaffolding, stump grinders, pressure washers, mini excavators, skid steers, and so much more. Check out our full rental catalog at McNeelyStoreandRental.com or call today and make your reservation at 864-654-9187 right in Clemson on 980 Tiger Boulevard. 
Anything that's made just for you is a perfect fit, right? Like a tailored suit. It fits your measurements, no one else's. That same kind of fit is exactly what Engineered Sleep strives for. A mattress made just for you, built to your sleeping patterns and habits. What could be more important than a good night's rest? Engineered Sleep wants to make it a perfect night's rest. If after a couple of weeks you find it's not perfect, Engineered Sleep will adjust it until it is. Visit their location at 627 Congaree Road to see the process. Learn how your mattress is made. By manufacturing your custom-made mattress at their factory, you're saving money because there is no middleman. Factory to you! And you can score a significant discount by picking up your mattress instead of having it delivered. Engineered Sleep, it's not mattress shopping, it's an experience. You've dreamed of designing your one-of-a-kind pool. Now you can at Aqua Pool Care in Anderson. Right before your eyes, beautiful cascading waterfalls, elegant spillover spas, and unique water fountains come to life with their 3D virtual computer system. And when it's complete, let Aqua Pool Care maintain your pool so you can enjoy your masterpiece. Unlimited pool possibilities with Aqua Pool Care. Call them at 508-1885 or online at aquapoolcarellc.com and make your dreams come true. There's a lot of confusion about the right steps to take to secure your proper financial plan for your future. Randy Strickland and Greg Wells of Kiwi Financial Group in Clemson can guide you through every step. Their fee-based planning options allow you to invest with transparency and know where every dollar goes. They offer sound, comprehensive advice with solutions to fit any investing appetite. Call Kiwi Financial at 654-5043 or online at kiwifg.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be, well, like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter is different. It doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them with its powerful technology. ZipRecruiter distributes your job everywhere it needs to be to find the right candidates. In fact, over 80% of jobs on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just one day. So, while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, only ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Used by businesses of all sizes, ZipRecruiter offers the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com score. That's ZipRecruiter.com score. For your free trial, ZipRecruiter.com score. Midday means three great hours of sports talk. It's the Roy Philpot Show on 105.5 The Roar. And now back to Roy and Ben. First hour of the show, rolling right along. Overcast rainy Thursday afternoon. Let me shut my mouth for a second. Turn it up. God, I love that. Crank up the hits. You kind of remind me of Jerry Maguire right there for a minute. <laughs> well, show me the money. Well, show me the money, yo. You gonna show me the money. Oh. <laughs> you, could pull, you could pull that off. I could. 
That was good. Ah, uh, like that. I love that, man. That's honestly that's the best rejoin here at the station. You can take your whip and nay nay, quack and Cali. You can you can do that all you want. You can you can do your little dance in your little studio. Pales in comparison to what we just heard right there. You deal with it. You deal with it nine to noon. You deal with it. Our first hour brought to you by good friends at Complete Nutrition. Three locations here in the upstate, online at completenutrition.com. In Spartanburg, off East Blackstock Road, in Greenville, Woodruff Road, North Main Street, across from the Anderson Mall, in the Electric City. We talk to you about Complete Nutrition because we want you to feel better. We want you to lose those unwanted pounds. We want you to keep those unwanted pounds off this summer. You're going to the beach in a couple of weeks. Memorial Day is almost here. The 4th of July is almost here. In the blink of an eye, you're on the uh, pristine beaches, the sands of South Carolina, down in the low country, maybe the Grand Strand. The shirt comes off. People are running away scared, number one, because you haven't gotten a tan in about a year and a half. And number two, hey, you got to lose some weight. Complete Nutrition is going to help you do that. Protein coffee, shred stack, man core, prime drive energy boost. That's just the tip of the iceberg with all of their different products and supplements. And that's what it's all about. Their experts are there right now, ready and waiting to offer you the best solution to your fitness goals, to your weight loss plans. They got your back, Jack. Simple as that. Let's just let's just revisit the prime drive, exactly what that is, because we referenced that so many times. I had a new listener stop me the other day. So what exactly is Prime Drive? Prime Drive. It's like asking somebody what the meaning of life is. I mean, we could spend three hours just talking yeah. about that. It's like, what do you want it to be? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a it's a powder that we generally put in a sixteen ounce bottle of water, shake it up, drink it. It tastes like Kool Aid. It's fantastic, but it's very good for you. It gives you energy without jitters or without the crash. And then it also has a little appetite suppressant in there, too, that uh, uh, one member of my family was talking about how much they really like that. And, and you know, like I drink prime driving and I'm just not quite as hungry anymore, but yet I still have energy. It's, it's very affordable, very easy to use, very safe. Anybody can use that. And for me, that is a good starting point. To introduce yourself to Complete Nutrition and the fine folks that work there. Tell you this, too. We know the new guy they've hired down at Anderson. I just want you to go by and see him and just say, you know what? I heard it on the little Roy Philpott show. And I said yesterday, five or two days ago, need five people to go in and uh, and just try the protein just coffee. Try. Tell me what you think. Yeah. And I've heard from a couple already. So Very yeah, good. So, uh, yeah, do that. Complete Nutrition. Anderson, Greenville, Spartanburg. They've got your back. Let's lose the weight. Let's keep it off. As we uh, barrel down closer towards the uh, the summertime, I mean, if you walk outside right now, it's humid, starting to get hot, little uh, thunderstorms rolling through the area every couple of days. That summertime pattern we all know and love here. I love it. I love the sound of an approaching thunderstorm, as long as it's not too severe. Uh, just be proactive here. Go by and see our good friends at Complete Nutrition, online at completenutrition.com. Ben looked at me during this last break, right before that soulful rejoin just took place and was successfully executed here in this space it was tremendous. And he said, when you're ready for me to hijack the show for a college football topic, just say the word. And honestly, that was music to my ears because we, we've talked a lot of college football here in recent weeks. And we did that with the NFL draft and where Deshaun was going We've done that with the quarterback battle that's expected to ensue 
you know, deep into the heart of next season, perhaps. Uh, we, we've played that with other positions which could be up for grabs going into this season. We, we, we've talked about the difficult nature of Clemson's schedule this fall, and there's so many different angles we've already examined and honestly overanalyzed to death because that's what we do. I'm very curious to hear how upper management intends to hijack the show when it comes to college football, because I, I enjoy that kind of thing too. On the text line, I'm with you. And we got that coming up as well in regards to our top of the second hour rejoin. Uh, obviously that one means a little bit more today, given the events of the last 24 hours, but I, I'm tempted to find out what this potential college football topic could be. And anytime anybody mentions the word hijacking the show, and it's coming from somebody whose opinion I semi-respect or at least listen to before completely obliterating. I, I get excited about that. So I'm curious to see which direction we're going. If you want to talk with us, very easy to do so. 654-7627, 654-ROAR. I've already mentioned the NBA playoffs. Mentioned briefly the Atlanta Braves three-game winning streak. Briefly in our last segment, some Clemson baseball as well. Tigers at NC State this weekend to wrap up the 56-game uh, regular season slate. Yes. Just how do you intend to hijack today's little program with this? I don't even know where you're going, and I'm excited about the fact you haven't well, even talked to me about it. See, now I'm, now, I'm, I'm, now I'm afraid I'm going to let you down. Well, and you always do, so that's inevitable. I know, because you are hard to read on things like this, because sometimes you get you get this from Roy, eh, which is kind of his way of saying, you are stupid, shut That is the face. dumbest crap I've ever yeah. heard in my life. You're like Bill Napier calling ball plays here in 2010. No, I don't mean that. He was a really good coach. We referenced the, the little 9-12 to 12 show a while ago. Quok, Kelly, and, and a lot Sanders. Of, I like Sanders, the intern. Oh, That's not a bad dude. A lot of talent there, those three guys. Not a bad dude. Three folks. We referenced the 9-12, to 12 and we don't take a topic that I hear other on other shows and oftentimes run with it. But they did say something at the end of their show. That was not nice, Roy. How? Kelly and she's, Roy exchanging pleasantries through the window. She's number one. I still want to see the the game of horse between you two, but another story. Anyway, so they are discussing what happens if Notre Dame joins the ACC, and who is the sixteenth team that you add? And then, <laughs> so I, I like that, but but then it occurred to me, and this is this is crazy talk. I get it, but. What if, and, and would would this ever happen? Mm -hmm. Let's just assume that it would. What if what if the ACC said no? We like fourteen, but we we still want to add Notre Dame in football. Is there anybody in the ACC that they that they say you know we're going to waive your uh, departure fee or whatever you? Oh, call you're it. getting rid of the grant of rights. Who do you? If there's a team in the ACC Very under easy that question. scenario. Very now, easy I know who question. you're going to say. Okay. You're going to say Boston College. No, no, oh, okay. I'm not. Because I'm going to say, you have to remember that it would be with the addition of Notre Dame and you have to keep Boston College. You have to keep Syracuse, in my opinion, because of the geographic ties to Notre Dame. It, it, although it, they're not really that close. You get what I'm saying. Um who is that team, Roy, that you say, thanks but no thanks? We're talking about contraction here? Yes. Reducing the number That's of the teams word. in the ACC. 
replacing a team in the ACC with Notre Dame in football. That is what we're talking okay. about. Okay, all right. That is interesting. Oh, yes! That is interesting. Yes! Number one, it's interesting because we just don't perceive that as even being a remote possibility in this day and age. We don't, but 16 changes everything about you, potentially, of how you structure a conference. Well, the ACC right now has 14 football members, correct? 14. Right. Notre Dame's got one foot in the door, contractually obligated to play five ACC foes per season, and now we understand that that schedule's been set from now until 2037. The timing of that release is very interesting considering all the other rumors and innuendos circulating the interweb right now. We'll put that on the shelf. I don't know what to make of that, and we may not. that may not mean anything, or it may mean something. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to tell you. We'll put it on the show. There is one program in my estimation that stands out amongst all the schools in the ACC right now more than others Mm -hmm. to where if I was going to go in another direction, and and I'm going to obliterate your initial commentary with this, I don't think that you would simply remove one team and add Notre Dame. I I think if this was ever something that was possible – it would be removing one team, and I guess... From football. Right, for football, and, and maybe all sports, but but football, I would remove one team and then add three. Oh, okay. That, I, I think that would be like, you would be in full splash mode. You're like, this is, what, this is what, we're the first Power Five conference to go to the 16-team mega deal. Take that, SEC and, 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 and Commissioner Sankey. This is what we're going to do. You got to think Swafford's got this somewhere hidden in his back pocket. Not necessarily contraction, but going to 16 teams eventually. It's it, it's a slippery slope now because anytime you expand, it, it implies you need an immediate renegotiation process with your network partner. I don't know it's a good time to do that right now. That could change at any point, but we'll see. Well, lay it on me. Let's right. Yeah, there's, there, there's one team. There's one team that doesn't fit the profile of many of its other ACC buddies. And I think it's more obvious now than it's ever been before. And I know coaches at this school. I respect them. I know the athletic director. I think he's very well respected in coaching circles and administrative circles. I'm just not convinced that the support is where it needs to be there where if we look ahead 40 or 50 years, it's still a viable institution in the ACC. You're killing me. Part of this is the small stature of its student body and alumni base. All right. All right? Yeah, that gives it away. Uh, It's not a big school. Academically, it's fantastic. You can write your ticket when you graduate. Okay, it's good. It's great. It's Wake Forest. Yes. It's there with football. I don't know how Jim Grobe did what he did a decade ago. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how he took a third team quarterback in his freshman year that nobody else wanted in the D1 ranks and won an ACC championship. I, I, I have no idea how that happened. And I remember even saying at the time, we're going to look back at this and just be totally dumbfounded how, how this happened at Wake Forest. Even then, the fan support there was not where it should have been. 
they've just built a new facility to enhance football, and Dave Clawson's stoked about it and more power to him, and I think he's a good coach. I just don't know that the support is there for that program to continue to play Power 5 sports long-term. I've caught a lot of basketball at Joel Coliseum, and, and rarely has it ever been even halfway filled there. When they were good in basketball, though, it was as tough as any place to Tim play. Tim Duncan, Randolph Childress, there's I mean, tradition there. I, I grew up going to Wake Forest. I am the sole person who might admit that I grew up a quasi-Wake Forest fan because of where I lived. I was 20 minutes from that campus, went to a ton of football and basketball games at Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. Um. And part of that could just be, you know, as a child, you remember things to be bigger and better than they really were. But, man, I remember some crazy basketball games there. So, from a basketball standpoint, I do think the support is potentially there. And maybe it's maybe it's coming back a little bit. Danny Manning's done a nice job. I don't think he's yeah. been great, but he's done a nice job. But But I'm with you on the Wake Forest thing. And it really, Ben, it comes down to numbers. Yeah. You don't graduate a ton of people. It's a small school. You know, academics are a huge deal. And not to downplay that overall, academics are a big thing here at Clemson. Academics are a big thing at Georgia Tech and at North Carolina. I, you know, certainly at Virginia, at Duke. But for whatever reason, the athletic success seems to be a little bit more difficult to come by in Winston at Wake compared to other spots. Now, again, you're asking, you're pressing me on it. If you had to make the call on who should go, who would it be? This is the program I would pick. More on this coming up. It certainly wouldn't be Boston College or any of those other northern schools. More on that coming up. Our second hour coming up. Back with much more after this. Broadcasting live. This is a playback. From the Blue Ridge Security Studios. WCCP. Clemson Greenville. 105.5 The Roar If you dream of owning your own business but are overwhelmed at where to start or what to do, call JanPro. Whether it's extra income or starting a new career, JanPro will guide you, train you, support you the whole way. Just listen. We made a very small investment into the business, but yet they took the time to train us and to teach us, you know, how to do what we were supposed to do and everything. And not only to train us, but they follow up with us. Call 485-3053 or online at jan-prowc.com. Hi, this is Coach Dabo Sweeney. You know, when it comes to buying or servicing a vehicle, I always choose Toyota of Easley for their great selection, affordable prices, and outstanding customer service. Toyota of Easley is a family-owned business, and in all the years I've been a customer, I've always been treated like family. I encourage you to visit Toyota of Easley if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle or in need of service. Toyota of Easley is all in, and their name means a great deal. can't make a living walking in the woods, but you can at least get there in confidence on a set of Toyo Open Country MTs installed by the Pendleton Tire Company. Wrap those Toyos around a set of Fuel, Moto, Metal, or XD wheels. How about a lift from Rough Country, Fabtech, or McGoy's? Finish off that look with a set of NFAB step bars, and don't forget the WeatherTech floor liners. Call Joey or Zach today at 646-3694, or check us out at PendletonTire.com. 
Paul Simon, live in concert. June 4th at Heritage Park Amphitheater. Paul Simon. The powerful, unforgettable melodies. The captivating, unique rhythms. Paul Simon is coming live. A night of unforgettable music from Paul Simon's unforgettable career. June 4th at Heritage Park Amphitheater. Get your tickets at AXS.com or charge by phone at 888-929-7849. Get the latest at PaulSimon.com and don't miss Paul Simon Live. Produced by AEG Presents. Get your tickets today. See young men and women throughout the state compete during the state finals rodeo at Garrison Arena, May 25th through 27th. Action in a number of categories including team roping and goat tying, bareback bronc and bull riding, calf and breakaway roping, barrel racing and pole bending, adults $12, students with ID $8, and free for 5 and under. Save $2 buying advanced tickets at Boot Barn and Easley. Sponsored by HP Veterinary Services and Home Place Horse and Cattle Company. A small business owner asked me recently, why should I use you? My answer kind of surprised him. I'm not sure you should because I don't know what you need yet. Turns out this business owner felt helpless and alone in trying to deal with insurance and employee benefits. Our clients know we are in their corner fighting and everything we do is designed to make your life easier. In fact, one client said about one of my people, I wish there was a way to nominate you for being the best employee I have ever dealt with in any industry. Are you feeling lost and alone when it comes to insurance and employee benefits? You don't need to be. Call us 467-8738 and let us know how we can help you. I'm Guy, the insurance guy, and what we do is simple. We make health insurance easier. Roy Philpott on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. You know, if you've listened to the show... Since we started way back in 2012, this rejoin has been our second hour rejoin. Uh, I get it now. Every single show. And if you pay attention, you know I'm a big Soundgarden fan, a big Chris Cornell fan. And just devastating news coming out early this morning that he has passed away. Chris Cornell. I mean, this is one of the, the gods of grunge, if you will. Soundgarden started in 1984. Uh, was kind of unknown for five or six years and then emerged in 1994 with a couple of hits, including Spoon Man. And uh, Chris Cornell leaves us way too young, I believe at the age of 51, passing away last night, suddenly, unexpectedly, according to his publicist in Detroit, uh, apparently hours after doing his, his last show. Uh, just uh, completely shocked that Chris Cornell has left us and uh, a, a guy that I, I certainly respect. We, ben, you and I have talked about him. We mentioned the, the Hour 2 rejoin, Soundgarden, Spoon Man, Black Hole Sun. It goes on and on. Soundgarden, it, it just reunited in this decade. 
And uh, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I saw that on Twitter this morning. I, I just kind of sat there for like two or three minutes with my jaw wide open. That's uh, that's how much I've I've consumed his music and and absolutely love it. Uh, rest in peace, Chris Cornell. His solo work too. And the text lines point out it's brilliant. Uh, he's done some songs. What's the one song that's probably still underground? I think it's called Sun Shower. If you've ever heard that song, and he he does it acoustic, it is fantastic. 